going back up the mountain I was like oh shoot it's a black woman <laughs> uh, like yeah. yeah but then I saw the shirt and I was like I really feel like that's a Georgia Southern blue shirt but <laughs> maybe I'm tripping because ain't no way no way then so um, we made eye contact and then I was walking and then you said you look familiar and I was like Georgia Southern (laughs) listen and we had this whole moment everybody was like what is going on we was like y'all we know each other like we don't officially know each other we definitely seen each other around school right right and i kept going but the fact that we are together in columbia right the ground cave is the randomest thing in life the random I mean, and but I don't believe in random. I felt like it was really intentional. Uh, so, like, yeah, my friend is a volleyball coach at Georgia Southern, so I've gotten all these like hand-me-down gear. And so, yeah, it, it people are like, "Are oh, do you play volleyball?" I'm like, "No." But like you said, when I saw another black woman, I was like, "There is a god." <laughs> so, um, yeah. But, let me give you the opportunity, Kiki, to tell us who you are. We'll be, we've we've done the they got they whole they just got the whole introduction of who you are. But if you had <laughs> if you had three words to describe yourself, which three words would you choose and why? Um, 
So three words. At this moment where I am in my life right now, mm-hmm. I would choose authentic, mm-hmm. adventurous, and determined. Okay. Yes. Um, adventurous would be my very first word that I think of myself as because um, y'all heard the snippet. We was in Columbia last year. After I graduated with my master's last May, um, and I decided I'm going to travel. So I threw all my things into a storage unit and I chucked the deuces to America. Well, North America, USA. Mm-hmm. And I traveled through the Caribbean, um, Aruba, Colombia for six months mm-hmm. um, backpacking. And it was the best thing I ever could have done for myself in my life. Like that was simply amazing I met great people wonderful people established relationships with new people that I kind of already knew um and I would tell anybody to just go I mean I'm not gonna lie when I my mom dropped me off at the airport to leave I'm bawling crying because it's like what am I doing like Yo, this is crazy, <laughs> but I was timing. It was definitely the timing, how everything happened was just like, you were meant to do this at this very moment. Right. And I will forever be grateful for myself for taking that leap and doing that. Right, right. Um, The next would be um, authentic. Um, for the past couple of years, I have been trying to find who I am without the voices of the outside world. Mm. Um, what do I, for anything that I'm doing, why am I doing it? Am I doing it because I want to do it or am I doing it because I feel like I need to do it? Like what does Kiana or Kiki want to do? And I have been discovering that for the last couple of years, it could be anything from business ideas right. um, <laughs> to just how I treat my body, um, things of that nature. So I'm just like, who is Kiki? What does she want to do? Mm. Um, and staying true to who and be able to hold down whatever I feel like is right for me. Like it's not bothering you. So leave me be live and let live Ooh, is okay. my go-to for that um, attribute and my last one would be determined um I consider myself very determined um mm-hmm. like I stated I got my master I got a double master's um that I graduated with last May mm-hmm. and while getting this double master's I also worked full-time 40, 50, sometimes 60 hours a week. And I was in school full-time. I wasn't a part-time master's student. I was full-time, four or five classes a semester, Mm -hmm. even working part-time jobs um, to pay for school out of pocket. Mm. So, um, yeah, and now people say, how you do? I said, I have no choice because I don't expect anything less of myself but to get this done right, right um and anything else I put my mind to I'm in the works of starting a couple of things and 
some sometimes it's been like girl you really ain't gotta do this mm -hmm. you don't have to do it but my other mind is yes you do because this is really what you want to do it's hard right now but you're going to be so satisfied when this is finished and completed and put out there. So yeah. keep going. Suck it up. <laughs> yeah. Man, um, what I can say, like when you were telling me all that, first of all, all the islands that you were traveling to, like by yourself, like, I'm like, what? Uh, first of all, they was racking up way too much money for them COVID tests. Listen. That's I say, my behind in one little spot listen um, like how much money did you spend on them COVID tests COVID tests by itself was over a thousand dollars that's great easily easy and not on top of the COVID test it was the COVID accommodation so in some mm -hmm. islands you had to stay in certain places until they cleared you to leave mm -hmm. um so and those housings weren't cheap themselves so and then you can't leave so now you have to eat their food and whatever they charge you for mm -hmm. so covid was expensive but i wouldn't have picked any other time to go mm -hmm. it aligned so beautifully it aligned everything aligned so beautifully mm -hmm. it was meant to be um and i say that because i was in my master's program was three years for the dual mm -hmm. uh degrees the first year and a half was straight out of my pocket i complained enough to where they started giving me money <laughs> and scholarships and things I racked up enough scholarships to not only finish paying for school but have money left over and that's how I was able to go on a trip wow okay. um so yeah that's how I was able to do that um but yeah yeah and like one of you think one of the things like we we started out with is that it was just so encouraging to see other black women out there like traveling and like I know that each individual is is an individual within themselves but when I saw another black woman I was just like wow like this is encouraging and it inspired me to want to encourage like anytime I saw other like just people who were maybe just taking like a week trip and they found out that I had like been traveling for some time I just always try to encourage them, like, there is another way of living. You know what I mean? Like, it is not going to be the Americanized view of how we think life is supposed to be lived. And, like, people are literally concerned, which I appreciate their love and their care. But at the same time, I'm just like, man, there's another, there's another way. And so, so my simple, yes. simple way. Oh, my gosh. It was so simple on these islands and in these other places mm -hmm. so helpful like are you okay do you need anything like I honestly felt so safe people's like aren't you scared like y'all I was so safe over there no mm -hmm. matter what I needed they would help me um and I was kicking it with the locals like I was staying in Airbnbs taking mm -hmm. local transportation exchanging my money like I wasn't in the hotels and the resorts like I was in with the people so when people's like oh food expensive that's because you went to the restaurant on the beach if you go into the into the town you get that same meal for ten dollars mm -hmm. on the beach it's a hundred so mm -hmm. I mean you and then you're not getting the full 
experience the beach give you the beach restaurants giving you what they think you want which is the americanized right. way of doing their way but in the town in the city you're gonna get them their mm. honest and true selves and i mean yes it's so simple it's such a simple and carefree life and experience right right and like um so as you know i was originally traveling with a group of people and then I had met you know people like you who had been solo traveling and I was just like that's something that I want to do and so I picked up went on a solo trip and but I went to a place that I was familiar with but after that for my my birthday kind of like what you were speaking to as far as like learning what it is that I want I realized when I had to make decisions for myself it was a lot harder, like for all of my life, basically, my circumstances were making decisions for me. And at a point, like, I didn't know what I wanted. Um, so would you like to like speak towards that? Like, how did you learn your voice? How did you learn to um, make decisions based on what you wanted? Or was that a hard thing for you? Um, yes. Uh, when I was traveling so I started out in uh, the Bahamas and I worked my way down the Caribbean islands I didn't go to every single one of them I went to so so the the main ones Mm -hmm. so you know you have Bahamas you have Jamaica like the names that you always hear um, Turks and Caicos but once I um, the DR Haiti once I left those islands I was further down I was further south the islands that you didn't too much hear about mm-hmm. so I was so scared I was like I'm really really te- stepping into um some unknown territory um my first stop was Antigua and I stayed um uh, beautiful Airbnb the host was so amazing and I felt I'm on this trip. I should be going out. You're supposed to explore. Like, what's the point of going on this trip if you're not going to explore? But I was so just anxiety was kicking my butt. And I just had a conversation with the Airbnb host. And she said, listen to your body. If you need to stay in this house, you are free to stay in this house. You don't have to go anywhere. You can always come back and explore then. Just listen to your body and do what you need to do for yourself I'm so glad she told me that Mm. I stayed in the house and I was just looking out the window um for the most part chilling um one day I did she allowed me to rent her car and I did ride through the city I didn't too much get out but I at least rolled through and um saw how the community was um but me sitting down for those three four-ish days mm-hmm. allowed me to have the greatest time for the rest of my trip mm-hmm. I don't think if I if I did not sit down during those two three days the rest of my trip would have been miserable because that anxiety would have like reached its full potential but because mm-hmm. I was allowed to sit down sit in myself sit in that anxiety really talk it out mm-hmm. with myself I was able to crush it and take off the rest of my trip. The rest of my trip was amazing. Mm. Yes. Okay. Okay. 
So what like what are you doing now? Like Kurt, I am back in North America. In Texas. I like how you keep emphasizing North America. Yes, because if you go to Colombia, you can't just say, Oh, I'm from America, because they're American too. They're mm-hmm. South American. Um, you have to say in Spanish, United States, and I don't know how to say it, but they understood. Yeah. <laughs> Going to the restaurant, y'all. I'm sorry, we segue. Going to the restaurant, y'all. This was my first time. I'm in South America. I do not speak Spanish. And after we meet up, we were like, bro, we got to go like get dinner or whatever. Yeah. Bro, I had not roll in an Uber by myself in this country because I was just terrified. You know, I was just terrified. Something's going to happen to me. What, first off, I thought we we find this restaurant that we're going to go to. I don't know what happened to my phone. Maybe it was dead. I don't remember. But all I remember, I was like, lost. Anyways, I ended up finding her at this restaurant, bro. And I'm like, how are we about to order this food? I'm thinking she speaks Spanish. Listen, and we was in the the waitress, bless her heart. She was trying to, she didn't speak a lick of English. So she, it was just both. We were speaking to each other, blah, 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 blah. So then, um, so we trying to order, we pointing. I knew, I at least knew what chicken was. So anything that said polo, that's chicken. <laughs> I want that. Polo. 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 Oh, polo. polo. Listen, I'm Americanized to the feet. <laughs> so anytime I saw that, I was like, all right, at least that's chicken. I can figure, I can at least eat the chicken. So mm-hmm. we somehow get our order in. It's mm-hmm. a table next to us and the girl is dying, dying. laughing <laughs> we're like do you speak english and the girl just nodding we're like so you over there just this whole time and not helping i mean she was crying she got a good <laughs> laugh off of us she was crying laughing oh. like you know, struggling struggling i'm gonna struggle bus struggle bus Man, that was that woman laughed at us <laughs> for a solid fifteen minutes. Solid she was, 15 I minutes. mean, good times, good, good times. times. The back of my head hurt. So, uh, so where are you now? What are what are you doing? What are you up to? So, I am in Austin, Texas. Um, mm-hmm. still living here. It was easier to stay here. I didn't want to stay, but it was easier to stay here because I still had my apartment. Um, I rented it out while I was gone um but I was able to come back to my apartment I didn't have a job so it would have been harder to move somewhere without a job and trying to get an apartment so I was like let me just stay where I'm comfortable at get a job so I got a job I am a project coordinator uh, with a nonprofit mission capital we are basically a nonprofit that helps nonprofits um that is my nine to five day job Mm -hmm. and when I tell you I have passion projects spewing out of my pores Mm. I do it's because now I'm able to try and do anything that I want to do Uh, before I was limited because I had school I had work to survive now it's like 
Kiki, you free. Like, what mm-hmm. you want to do? We're about to tap into Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg has a gangster rap album, a <laughs> Christian album. He in movies. He he got cereal now, Snoopy Loops or something like that. What? I was like, yes, he does. <clears throat> they like Fruit Loops, but Snoop Loops. That's what it is, Snoop Loops. But so wow. it's like, tr- what? The worst you can do is fail. Try. You mm-hmm. may succeed. Like you may succeed. So, um, currently working on a podcast. Uh, my cousin and I, um, I have my my degrees are uh, public health and public policy, uh, public affairs. So um, I have my MPH. My cousin as well has her MPH, and she's currently um, in medical school to become mm-hmm. a doctor. So we're um, doing a podcast called The Miseducation of Health, um, mm-hmm. focused on Black health. Um, we're looking to educate not only black people but those who take care of black people as like mm-hmm. doctors dentists nurses um school teachers anybody who deals with the black body help them understand the history the present and the future of the black body and black health so that will be kicking off soon i say soon because i don't know the specific yet hold you accountable hold you Listen. accountable I mean, we have an Instagram. Y'all can follow. We have one post on there. We're <laughs> slowly but surely. Hey, you got to start somewhere, right? along. What's the, along. what's the Instagram handle? The Instagram is at the miseducation of health. Okay. okay. It will, you will see a rotten apple as the logo. Okay. I got a question for you. Is When you say anybody who deals with the black body, is the black body any different from any other body? Yes, it is. From how we display different illnesses to how mm-hmm. we've been treated over the years. There's a reason why black bodies were, black women were used as test instruments um, when it came to OBGYN uh, methods and things like that. There's a reason why they use black bodies uh, with the a Tuskegee experiment mm. um so yes um kidney disease is uh the most prevalent and most deadly in black bodies because say that the threshold to say you have kidney disease is 50 mm-hmm. well for a black person or any black person, they put the threshold at 75 mm. for some reason. Well, no reason. They feel like, oh, it's not kidney disease in black people till it reached 75, this 75 marker. No, it's kidney disease when it hit 50, like it does for everybody else. So now we're in even worse conditions to where we may not even be able to come back for or cause multitudes of other health conditions that we now have to deal with. Or the mm-hmm. fact that, um, oh, black people don't feel pain. They more pain tolerant than other people, which makes it harder for us to get pain medicine. When we do ask for pain medicine, oh, we're druggies. We're just trying to get high. We're trying to sell it. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. All right. So that means we just have to tune in to the miseducation okay. of health. Yes. Um, to, to just get some more tea on that. But yeah. Um, I have, I have another question for you. Um, as your friend, I've known 
am getting to know you. And like I said, you inspire me in so many different ways. And one of the ways this platform comes together for me is with the mission, um, which is to uh, create space for listeners to listen intently, meaning to just listen uh, without a need to respond as quickly. Um, but actually hearing what, you know, individuals like you have to say, and then respond consciously. So after I've heard, how can I not react, but I've given myself time to digest the information and respond in a conscious way, being aware of what I have absorbed, to then take the things that I've learned to live a more authentic life. So from your experience, it doesn't just have to be your travel. I know you have a plethora of experience. Like, how would you encourage a listener to either listen more intently, to respond consciously, or to live more authentically? Um, one way, um, and it, it came from my travels, um, and I wanted to have the local experience, just be in their culture see how they live firsthand and not just read about it or not just go to their resorts or their touristy part of town like I want to see how you live day to day I want to see how you go about your life and how you move and what's important to you and your culture um that helped me to sit down and like really find a lot of things that I thought I wanted was because I was told that I needed like I don't need all these things the biggest a big it was a big adjustment to come back to America because I had been living out of a backpack for the past six months and survived without all the actionists that we are told that are necessities for so long mm-hmm. um and I just it was funny I was coming back I was like man we don't need all this yeah, you know, they don't have none of it. Like, we don't need this. I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't need mm-hmm. that. Um, so that helped me to sit down and even in regular conversations, I take in the whole person, not just what they're saying. Let me mm-hmm. see. They're responding like this because of the situation they're in. Look mm-hmm. at um what they have been through, what they mm-hmm. have seen, what they have heard, all that has molded them to the person they are and allow and has made them respond how they're responding so take all of that in Mm -hmm. before you respond to what has been said like just sit there and understand she thinks this way because I know this this and this about her so I have to take what she said whether I agree or not with a grain of salt like don't take it to heart because nine times out of ten it's not you right everybody is battling something that nobody knows about or other people Mm -hmm. don't know about Mm -hmm. so know that nine times out of ten is it has nothing to do with you right that's been one of the hardest things um I was doing a mindful meditation the other day and um it was just reminding or challenging me to not take things personally and because other people's actions have a lot to say more about them than it does about you. And that was hard to take in 
but I think it was even harder for me to take that in for myself, you know, like evaluating my own behavior and, you know, wishing somebody would respond a certain way. And it's like, damn, like my behavior is more about me than it is them. So it's challenging me to take personal responsibility as well. I don't know. So, yeah. Definitely agree. It's so hard not to take things personally because not not saying that nothing is personal. Some things can be personal, but understand the whole CD, try to see the bird's eye view of everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. And that includes the person you're dealing with, how their life has shaped them, their life experiences have shaped them. Which has which has caused them to answer how they've answered whatever y'all are talking about. Yeah. So the last the last thing I have for you, um, whether someone listens to this uh, over the podcast or watches it with via subtitles on YouTube, there could be a lot of misconceptions and bias that an individual have without having a bird's eye view of you. Um, what is one thing that you would want them to walk away knowing about you so there aren't any misconceptions? Um, thank you. Why are you giving me this stuff? Um, I'm going to put on for my city. So know that I am from love, admire the 229, South <laughs> Georgia, Valdosta to be specific. Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes with a lot. Um, we could be considered, because we're not Atlanta, um, we could be considered the underdogs, we get less resources, but we still, we still here and we still doing the thing. So don't underestimate us. We are greater than you could ever imagine. Um, I love us. I love us Black people. Um, I want to see us prosper and live a very soft life. Um, Mm. The world is ours for the taking. It's out here for us to see. Um, Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a million dollars to see the world. Uh, A good travel plan. um, And... I would say connections, but just knowing like Airbnbs, hostels, all these are at your disposal for you to use, for you to view and experience the world. So please get out there and do it. Um, Though, as much as I love the islands and I would, I actually, I'm going to retire there. I made up my mind. I'm going to retire there. Um, But there's work I need to do here for us. for the people so um experience life don't let life experience you don't let it go if you want to do something and there's no harm to anybody else do it do it live your best life that you want to live not because somebody told you to not because you read it on Mm -hmm. any social media Mm -hmm. do it because you really and truly want to not you're oh that's not what you're expected to be doing you're expected to live your best life and do what's best for you. So yes, you are expected to be doing that. So mm-hmm. find what makes you happy. 
Um, I didn't know I loved hiking until I came to an area, Austin, that had plethora of like hiking and walking trails. Like wow. I enjoy being outside, mm-hmm. um, walking through the woods and all those things. So get out there and experience life. It's there to be experienced. You are a human being. Being. So yes. be, be free. Mm. All right. So Kiki, thank you once again for joining us on this platform. Hopefully this won't be the last time we have you on Global Gibberish. No. Uh, continue to continue to do the next right thing. I am excited for you. I'm encouraging you and I will be following up with you to hold you accountable. All right. Let's not talk about it. Let's be about it. Hey. <laughs> All right. Get on for your city. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye.